comedy mushroom cult podcast. Just looking up some current events to talk about here. Because that's what you're supposed to do on a weekly podcast. Opinion from Kent Wired. The uh, website from my alma mater, Kent State University. Go Flashes. Um, It is... uh, It's really dumb how journalism is... Like, you can just put opinion in front of anything. Like, why not just, like, stand... Like, do an actual news article instead of be like, Opinion, this is what I experienced. And I didn't want to do any fact-checking to make sure that other people experienced this as well. Opinion, experience the student sections, university colors, mascots, and more from Kent Wired's sports department's trip to the Kent State at Toledo football game on Saturday. Not, like, real current events, but just, like, the fact that they said, opinion. Look at what we actually... Like, you did it. It's not an opinion. An opinion is green is better than blue. Which, objectively, it probably is. I ate some cheese, so my throat's all itchy. Um, Sex workers are wrestling with unique post-row challenges on top of restricted abortion access. But in many ways, they're better prepared for this moment than most. Not an opinion. I've been trying to work on a joke about this. I mean, obviously, sex workers uh, are doing the Lord's work uh, and are part of like the new job landscape. But it was one of those um, epiphanies that I had uh, just for myself that was mostly about... Um, how we won't accept a job as being, like, a real occupation that deserves, like, a real title until we realize that they make more money than us. And that's what happened with uh, sex work in 2019-2020. Like, we found out that, like, a bunch of women were making a lot more money than we were. We as, like, the royal we society, most of society... And we can't be like, well, they're prostitutes, but then a prostitute makes more money than I do. Like, most of the... Yes, it should be, like, for respect and whatnot, because no sex worker wants to be like, I'm a prostitute. But I also don't think sex workers come out and be like, I'm a sex worker. They'll usually say, like, I have an OnlyFans. Or... I'm a porn, like nobody's been like, maybe I'm wrong. I don't hang out with very many sex workers, obviously, but nobody's like, ah, yes, let me apply for sex work. (laughs) It's just kind of something that you get into. Um, but it's also like, as soon as, as soon as we found out like YouTubers or comedians or, um, people who play fucking video games, as soon as we found out that they make more money than we do, again, the royal we, about, that's when we have to be like, okay, so this is a real thing, but, like, we can't make it seem too cool, because then everybody will be doing sex work, and then it's just, like, a bunch of us paying each other to have sex with each other, and then society collapses. I'm Ron Johnson. (laughs) Um, I'm so ready for, we're bouncing around today. I didn't come in with a plan 
here lately I've been like having like a checklist of things to talk about. But I don't know. This week we're just freeballing it. It seems like a good idea. We're a few days late uh, on the podcast because I've been doing this fun thing where uh, just sometimes chasing your dreams uh, becomes unrealistic and you take any gig possible, which like isn't a great idea to take every gig possible, but like, how am I going to get what they don't have if I'm not doing what they don't do, you know? Um, but like I've, the last week... I had two back-to-back travel gigs, not like super big travel, like one was an hour and a half, the other one was three hours, that one sucked a lot more, but like, it would be like work, come home, or work, go straight to the gig, drive back home, sleep for three hours, wake up, go back to work, and then I did that again, where it was like, I had my day off, then it was like, drive two and a half, three hours, do the gig, drive back, sleep for two and a half, three hours, then wake up and go to work. And then the girlfriend is sick, so there's death in our house. Not the COVID-19 death, there are other sicknesses. Don't you forget, there's other sicknesses. Pointing dramatically at camera. Um, she's got a cold of some sort, so like I'm guaranteed to get sick soon. I haven't been sick in a while. I'm kind of speaking into the universe. Uh, so like it's like when it happens, I'm ready for it. And if it doesn't happen, then I would just was complaining for no reason. Cause I would much rather get shit on for whining than be sick. Actually. I think that's fair that I don't want to get sick. So I'll just be like, Hey, don't come here. Sickness. But no, so we're a few days late, the girl, so Monday uh, was a sleep recovery day for me, because I didn't get to sleep, because like, here's the problem with doing this, so it was like Saturday night, I had a show in Krivitz, Wisconsin, if you don't know where Krivitz is, congratulations on your life, Uh, specifically if you're a comedian and you don't know where Krivitz is, congrats on your career, Um, I'm sure you're doing much more important shows, I'm sure you're uh, losing way less money on gas than I am, but... They headlined me, a uh, producer up there, so we get a half hour, and they're, like, in the middle of nowhere shows, so, like, yes, you want to do well, and, like, it's good to, like, practice in front of real people, but it's, like, all right, I'm free, I can do whatever, like, nobody's going to know that this gig ever happened, or what I said on this gig, because, like, nobody's recording it, nobody's, um, like, nobody up there is on Twitter, so, like, e- like whatever, and even if I said something that, like, I'm quote-unquote not supposed to say, they probably truthfully believe all of that anyways. Because they live literally in the... It's the people that live in the middle of nowhere that are afraid that the government are going to steal everything that they own. Like, sorry, guys. Uh, you don't even have street lights. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Joe Biden and the rest of the Brandon campaign are coming up here to steal everything that you have. Oh, you worried about prisoners getting out? You live in Krivitz, dude. Like, you're all running away from something. Like, you either never left home because you couldn't go anywhere else, and so you do petty crimes where you've grown up and everybody knows you're the petty criminal, or you moved there to get away from, like, some sordid past. You're a white lady who moves to Alaska to rediscover herself after some traumas. 
or after a divorce of some sort. You are the Gone Girl from Gone Girl while she's running away. That's what you are living in a spot like that all year round. But no, it was fun. Like it's the, but so I had the whole day off. Uh, we went looking at foliage at Holy Hill. Um, shout out to the Catholics. They really know how to set up a hill, uh, especially a giant church on a hill where you can see everything around you and you can see the church from everywhere around you. It was a really good advertising play by the Catholics. Very smart people. Um, not great at tourism. Um, because like the one thing people want to do is you can go up to like the top of this bell tower and like look at all like the greenery around. We've done it before. It's super cool. It's very pretty. But like you go up like rickety stairs from like the 1800s and it's just one of the most terrifying things ever. And I'm not super afraid of heights, but like the walk down, you're just like this whole thing's going to fall down. But like, I don't know, the Catholics made it. They seem to care super a lot about what their churches look like. So I'm sure that it was, it was fine, but, you know, you still have that. But, like, the line was super, super long because, like, it's peak fall season in Wisconsin. And for whatever reason, this year has a lot of fall. Like, we're on week two or three of fall weather. Usually by now it's maybe snowed at least once. And it's, I mean, it's cold out, but it's, like, delightful. Like, it's cold, but it still looks warm. It's that kind of fall. And uh, so there's a billion people up there trying to look at leaves, which is cool. Leaves are very pretty. But we took a hike, walked for a few miles, uh, took a nice hike, watched Jesus uh, walk himself up to the top of the hill uh, with the cross. It was very dramatic. Um, the stations of the cross, if you will, is super cool. Um, but then, I mean, came home, watched some college football, then had to drive three hours up to the show. Um, did the show. I had lined I was last, obviously. So the show started at 8. Show was done at about 10-ish. Got paid. Started driving back. Got home at 12.30, 12.45, 1, somewhere in there. Um, and then fall asleep. Have to wake up at 4, 4.30 and go to work. And then, like, it's Sunday. So, like, it's NFL Sunday. And I already have a hard time napping, but like when football's on, there's no chance. So I stayed up the whole rest of the day and then slept in Monday. And so like, there's no way I was doing this. There's no way. Like I needed my sleepy time. <clears throat> then I went to work again, came home, watched Bachelor in Paradise, watched a little Monday Night Football. Then woke up yesterday, girlfriend was sick, came back home, and I can't create with somebody in the house. Imagine if there's somebody watching me stumble and mumble and work my way into something entertaining right now. Can you imagine the pressure of that? Just knowing that somebody's going to be like listening to this, like, all right, when's it going to get funny or interesting this week at all? Is it going to happen? Or is it just going to be him bouncing back and forth about saying how something will pop in and be interesting eventually? Like, you put a microphone and a camera in my face, eventually something fun will happen. Maybe. Hard maybe. But imagine somebody sitting here watching me do this. Even if she had, like, headphones in. That'd be terrible. Like, imagine, like, if somebody walked up to you at your job and was just watching you do your job all the time. 
I don't know. Um, hey, fossil fuels are up by less than 1% this year. That's good. Their CO2 emissions. Oh, we can talk about this. It may be interesting. It may not be interesting. But, like, I've been sharing a lot of, like, police brutality videos on my Instagram lately. Sorry uh, if that is offensive or uh, makes you clutch your pearls uh, in some sense of the word. But there are a lot of people on the internet who talk about being about social change. And we're super into, like the protests if you can hear my dog snoring that's probably how everybody's listening at home but like since when uh it's very funny when we want to call riots protests when like there's a bunch of violence um but when we have like a legit just like on the level protest it's always like on the weekend or when we have nothing else going on in our own lives. And that's why like COVID was very dangerous uh, for the establishment. That's why it's like so funny that when people think COVID was a conspiracy, um, like, do you think that they wanted us to have a bunch of free time to tear apart a target or to like go after the Gestapo police department that you guys have set up? Do you think really that the Democrats and or the Republicans wanted that to happen? Like, yeah, sure, it, like, solves, or, like, it causes dissent, it makes people fight against people instead of the government, but, like, you don't, like, there was a lot of time to, like, turn a looking glass on, like, the ruling class of our society, but, like, now that, like, COVID's over and we can, like, go to Applebee's or go to fucking Town Hall or go to whatever your favorite bar is, like, people, or, like, craft non-alcoholic drinks bars or paint by numbers bars again or bachelor and or footballs on or the guardians are in the playoffs like or like all of these things we just ignore that police brutality is still happening on a daily basis it just is like it's it's a very wild and like now we're busy again like that's all that that's all that's changed. No, like literally, nothing has changed. They threw a couple cops in jail, then they sent us back to work, and now it's all like it's just the status quo. Now that we have the nice old senile man in office, we think everything's cool. The guy that helped pass the law that made these cops so dangerous and funded them so much. We're like, whatever, we can take our foot off the gas and let it happen. I don't know, this is kind of a preachy podcast. I'm not feeling super funny today. I went to go to an open mic last night, but like, hey, if you run a show, let's start it close to on time. Or like, if you're going to be late, tell the people who are going there. Like, don't complain that nobody comes to your open mic or your show when... You say signups are at 7.30, and you call the venue at 10 till when the show's supposed to start, or mic, not show, telling them you're on your way, and I know you live an hour away, so at best, you're a half hour away, so I'm supposed to wait another half hour for you to get there, get set up, and do five minutes on your shitty mic just to show you that I, like, support the, the cause. Like, that's how people 
that's how murders happen, guys. Um, I went to pay my credit card bill today. I'm excited about the music today. We were talking about um, how there just hasn't been a real like song of the summer in a while. I don't know if this year really had a song of the summer, which is a real bummer. Didn't mean for that to rhyme. Um, but like Old Town Road just really pops into my head yesterday. And it was such a hammer of a song the year that it came out. Like it was everywhere. And it was one of those songs, as soon as you heard it, you knew that that was the song of the summer. And we just kind of were talking about other summers that that happened where it was very obvious. Like, Despacito was another one. That was a hammer. But, like, the ones that really, like, and it got back to, like, we were talking about kind of, like, the songs that, like, will stick with you. And... My freshman year of college was 2008-2009. And in that span, there was The Carter 3 by Lil Wayne. 808s and Heartbreaks had just come out. Um, Watch the Throne may have been pretty close to that. Fucking Swagger Like Us... The LeBron movie came out, so like the like that's when Drake was on top of his game. That's when Eminem made his comeback after the drugs. The first time. Blueprint three was about to come out, so Jay Z was on a bunch of stuff. That's where Alicia Keys was on a lot of tracks. Like it was just a real like, and Ti was at like the height of his power. Before we, like, cared about, like, imprisoning women in basements and gun charges. Like, I've never seen somebody so, so well talk himself out of jail time by becoming a millionaire with good music. Like, the whole album is an album of, like, you can have whatever you like. Everything, vibes are great. I made it out of the hood to do well. I'm trying to change my life. Listen to Justin Timberlake sing behind it. Like, that was the whole album. Just full of hot fire. Nobody could touch T. I mean, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. Listen here, kids. Let me tell you about Lil Wayne. Um, He was a guest star on Little Bill, the fucking... I have to believe Bill Cosby was behind that show. But it's fine, because it was about children, and we know he wasn't about children, just unconscious women. Um, completely different form of scumbag, you know? Uh, but Lil Wayne was maybe the most... I mean, it was when Kanye was on his way up. Jay-Z's the best there ever was. T.I. was catching fire, but like Lil Wayne was running the world because the Carter Three was a perfect album. But T.I. came out with like club bangers. Like, imagine just a slew of 18, 19, 20-year-old poor white kids in a basement of a dilapidated frat house, and fucking whatever you like comes on. Like, spoiler, that's going to be the song for this week, because it's so good. Or Live Your Life. Like, imagine that song comes on. 
And then after that, fucking lollipop pops on there. Like it is, impo- like it is impossible for me to believe that there were not a bunch of like just like people that I haven't talked to since those years. It's probably because they fell out of the party scene because they got somebody pregnant. Like, shout out to God, I made it out without getting anybody pregnant. Now that may have been like a lack of game, uh, having a girlfriend back home. Um, being a drunk asshole, like all of those may have like contributed to it, but I'm going to mark it up to God, uh, because there's no way that like you don't accidentally just like get one body, uh, from that. And by body, I mean child and or aborted fetus because I support a woman's right to choose, especially if that child was conceived because of T.I. or lollipop. Lollipop, so good. So good. He's so sweet. He makes me want to lick the rapper, so, which is very weird. That's kind of talking about taking ejaculate out of a condom is how I've always taken it. Very gross. Very graphic. Great line, though. Um, but that song was so seductive. It was so good. Lil Wayne came out with a song called Pussy Monster, right? That was the name of the song. Like, he could get away with murder. <clears throat> We're going to pull it up. Because I'm pretty sure. Lil Wayne. But one of my favorite remixes of all time was the Lollipop remix with Kanye West. And the whole song was written because of safe sex. Pussy monster. The whole the song is called Pussy Monster. And I it's I got a sweet tooth. I got a sweet tooth. That's amazing. The only person that could come out with a song today called Pussy Monster would be like Lizzo or like I don't know who's one of the new, like Doja Cat, of whom I don't understand at all. Like, fine, that's something that's just gonna pass me by. Does she have alopecia? Is that why she can dress up in so many different things? Good for her. I tried to listen to it. That one Taco Bell song commercial's great on the Taco Bell commercials. Can't listen to the whole thing. I don't get it. But that's fine. It's not for me. And I'm perfectly okay with that. But imagine Lil, like imagine somebody coming out with a song called Pussy Monster right now on the most popular album of the year. And just like the way that he talked, that might have to be the song now. That's going to be the song now. Because you have to understand if you've never heard Pussy Monster, and I'm so sad that this is buried 20 minutes into this boring ass podcast before this, but imagine like just being at the top of your game. And you're just going to, like, write a whole song about pleasuring females. Female fellatio. Cunnilingus, if you will. But then, like, the whole time he does it, he's got, like, the... Like, with his mouth. Like, on every word. Amazing. Like, could you... Like, just being that good at what you do. Where you're like, I'm going to do that. But a whole thing about vaginas and pleasuring them and how much I love them. 
I haven't listened to that song in so long. I don't. I didn't even remember it happened. Like, how do we go from Ti to this? It doesn't matter. Lil Wayne was on police brutality before police brutality was popular. He had a whole song about having sex with a woman cop. A whole song. You can't come up with that these days. The Thin Blue Lives Matter people would come after you. The feminists would come after you. The sex workers union would come after you. There's like the whole... Like there's a line saying about how we could beat a cop. I gotta find the lyrics to Mrs. Officer. Mrs. Officer lyrics. Yes, please. Oh, that's so funny. But like the <laughs> whatever. Um Now I got her hollering sounding like a siren, talking about wee wee woo. It's so funny. And she know I'm raw, she know it from the street, and all she want me to do is fuck the police. Great line. Where's the one? Yeah, right here. Uh, had doctor perform surgery on me, yeah. And now I'm healed. I make her wear nothing but handcuffs and heels. Then I beat it like a cop. Rodney King, baby, yeah, I beat it like a cop. Haha, ha, beat it like a cop. Rodney King, baby, said <laughs> beat it like a cop. But I ain't trying to be violent. But I'll do the time. But her love is timeless. Hilarious. Just name checking Rodney King in a song about having sex with the female cop. Imagine being so, like, that's how good I want to be a comedy. It's so good I can be like, I don't, I don't even want to put this on, I don't even want to say it out loud. But like, Jesus. Like, in having sex with a female cop, make her say, I can't breathe by choking her or something. Like, like, ima like that's the same level of, like, crazy shit that he said on a track. And it was a bit like there it was on the radio. It was the only like the Venn diagram of rap music objectifying women and fucking police. Like it was just a big circle. And God bless him for it. Like those are the perfect time. Like that was the best time in history. It was before like we had just elected a black president. Like, it, like, we thought that there was hope and change. Lil Wayne's having sex with police officers. Making fun of police brutality from the 90s. And just like, you know, white kids ate it up. It was perfect. It was the best time in history. Yeah, I'm gonna call it. The best time in human history was... Uh... October 2008 until let's call it June 2010 like right before like things changed 
in the government and like the Tea Party came in and all that crazy shit, like when we still had a shot, <clears throat> like we thought Obama was going to change the world, we thought we were going to get health care, like it was before the Tea Party, it was before like we sold out on, like all of that big stuff, before we all got a disillusionment, like just a wake up call from the government, like we thought that, like we did it, we're 18, we're 19, right about in that same range, we're 16 to 22, like, this is the world that we're walking into, before the, before the economic collapse of 2009, like, yeah, that happened, but, like, we were in school, that didn't really, like, matter to us, oh, you lost your house, I'm living on a floor right now, like, I'm in college, who gives a fuck, I smell like old PBR, all the time, it was the best time, Maybe it was because you're 18 or 19, and you're hammered all the time. Like, that's when Salvia was around. Remember Salvia? How fun was Salvia? That's when, like, K2 was around, eating holes in people's brains. But it was legal. Best time in history. God, how much fun was that? Just people you would never talk to again in your life were the most important people in your life. Like, like, it's one of those, like, Facebook memory things where, like, they'll pop up and you're like, oh, I wonder what that person's up to. Oh, like, they went to jail? They've been into rehab? Like, I can't imagine what would have happened if we actually hooked up at that party. Like, like just those, like, dodges, those misses, where you're like, oh, there's no way. Like, we were celebrating the best times of our lives. Now, life rules now. Like, my life is the best it's ever been. Like, overall, I enjoy life way more now. I'm less anxious. All that good stuff. Like, enjoy the life that you're living now. But the best time in human history had to have been that time. The world was our oyster, dude. Like, if we knew now what we didn't know then, or if we knew then what we know now, like, it wouldn't have been as much fun. Like, oh, all this shit's gonna, like, backlash so hard. <clears throat> or maybe, like, we would have went a lot harder and just, like, ended up dying. <laughs> like, and yeah, like, the like the heroin epidemic was happening then, too. Like, it was not, like, it was a bad time. It's, like, one of those I love the 2000s things where they look back at all the cool things, and then they're just like, oh, we'll just ignore, like, all the fucking, like, prescription pill deaths. But, like, it was, it was so great. You get away with it. All right. <clears throat> We're back on... We're, we're, we're back on changing the song again. We're not going to do Pussy Monster. Listen to Pussy Monster, dude. Listen to it. We're going to do Live Your Life by T.I. I don't know. We're a little over 30 minutes. That's fine. This turned itself around. You guys are welcome. If you stuck it through, you're welcome. Talking about beats, talking about tracks from 2008, 2009. The glory days. We're not going to listen to Mrs. Officer. We're not going to listen to Lil Wayne. Go listen to the Carter 3 on your own time. It's really good. It still holds up. It's still one of the best. Um, I've been on record saying, like, if you made something as good as Lil Wayne made in the Carter 3, you would quit and never do anything else. But, like, imagine making something that good and then having that, like, be, like, the benchmark and that being 14 years ago. Like, he's lived 14 years in a world where, like, his best work is behind him. Which is fine. Maybe he'll cut like it's it's not it's no slight. It's like a positive. Like he crushed it. He did it so well that he'll maybe never do it. Like he made his masterpiece. Same thing with Ti. Like it's never gonna be this good again. 
I don't even remember what this album's called. Paper Trail. Paper Trail, obviously. But I don't know. Here's a uh, TI's Live Your Life with Rihanna. Again, at the top of her fucking game during this time. When did Umbrella come out? This is the last Umbrella song by Rihanna. 2007. Right in that same fucking... Right in that same range. Yeah. Like, there was just no better time, dude. There was no better time. I don't know, man. This is Rihanna at the top of her game. This is T.I. at the top of his game. This is white kids in a basement drinking cheap beer at the top of their game. That's me turning off the camera that I always do in the middle of the song, but you'll hear it this time. Here's T.I., Live Your Life, uh, at who is Ray Roberts, who is RayRoberts.com. Buy some shirts. I would like to pay rent. Call places around you to get me booked. I'm real good right now. Um, I've got the, however long you need. I've got the time, as long as that time's within like 30 to 40 minutes. Let's be realistic. But uh, get me booked near you. I would love to do that. I've got some cool shows coming up, but I need a lot more because I want to pay my bills doing this bullshit. Send me money on the Venmos and the Cash Apps. We're not doing Patreon. Just send me money directly. Buy a shirt. I'll probably come out. I'm, that might be the next shirt. Hear it for You're hearing it here first. Uh, tonight, I'm going to work on a Comedy Mushroom Cult podcast shirt. So the 12 of you who listen to this, guess who else had 12 disciples? Jesus. All right. Um, that's going to be the, that's going to be the name of the episode. And that's going to be the tagline of the, the shirt as well. Guess who else had 12 disciples? No, I'm kidding. But, um, I mocked one up a while ago. Maybe we'll release it. If you like the podcast, buy it. Um, it's going to be a little bit more expensive than the regular shirts because I need to make money off something eventually. Do you think that's fair? Do you think it's fair that I start making money off of this? Maybe not this podcast specifically, but, like, comedy overall. Like, can we, like, can we agree that I'm good enough to do this? I'm not begging you for money. I'm not saying anything I wouldn't say to anybody else. But I'll go toe-to-toe with it. Like, of course not, like, any of, like, the super professionals that, like, do it every day and get paid a million dollars a year or hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to do comedy or, like, sell out theaters. Not them. The people that open for them, and that the people that, like, they have host for them, I'm as good as any of them. If I had one year, let's call it six months, of not having to worry about anything except for podcasting and comedy, like, just hitting mics, not making, like, making sure that, like, all my bills are paid for six months, I would be professional at the end of that. Now, that sounds like an excuse. It's not. I'm working on doing that while working a full-time job so it's not like oh all if only i had this we're trying to do it without having that so um i don't know it's time to start making money off of this so if you want support get a t-shirt um look out for the comedy mushroom cult shirt here soon um but yeah let me know that you want me to come to your town and then help me set something up i have a pa system all right live your life ti Everybody have a blessed day.
Turn it up, turn it up. Say, ignore them till they fade away. Amazing, they are great forever. 